Welcome to Good Luck Charlie. Just like you, I'm on the journey of self-discovery and am daily trying to learn what it means to find balance, create lifelong friendships, chase my dreams and invest in my future. So here's what I'm learning and loving on this crazy path of life. I'm so glad you decided to join me. Oh my goodness, you guys. You guys are in for a treat this episode. This is a very, very wholesome episode, if I do say so myself. I have asked some of my very close friends that I was away with at the beach for a little end of high school celebration. I asked them what the best lesson, the most important lesson they learned in high school is and the biggest piece of advice they would give to someone going into high school. So, If you are going into high school, it's a cute little time to get some good advice. But regardless, again, it's kind of just advice that is relevant and applicable to you any stage of your life because they are just really good, beautiful life lessons. And But I do just want to warn you that the audio does change throughout because some of us are quite loud. Some of us are a little bit more softly spoken. So as the person changes, you might have to adjust the volume on your speakers or phone a little bit more. So I apologize about that. But um, thank you for bearing with us. And I think if you listen, you'll find that the advice is well worth the few volume changes that you might have to do. So thank you so, so much to my friends who took a little bit of time out of their day to share their heart and what they have learned. And sorry for the ones that I didn't quite get a chance to interview. I have a ton more amazing friends that would have given great advice, but the timing just didn't quite work out. I also shared with my friends the biggest thing that they had taught me in life because again, I think that it's just special to realize that you can learn something from everyone and even if that's a hard lesson or maybe you learn to never put yourself in that situation again, you can still learn something from everyone. And I remember hearing a couple's counselor talking about how he always knew whether a couple would be successful because when he asked them the question, why do you love them or why do you want to marry this person? Their response revealed everything they he would need to know about whether it would be successful. Because if the person responded with, I love them because they make me feel so happy or they make me come alive or they make me have fun or they make me feel so safe. He goes, the people who respond with answers like that are least likely to be successful because that person will not always be able to make them feel that way. That person will not always be able to make you feel safe or make you have fun. And throughout your life, if you're married for a lot of years, there will be so many times where they can't make you feel that way and where you'll have to provide that for yourself. And so it's instead the couples that say, I love them because he always tries his best. And I love how passionate he is about helping other people. Qualities that are more intrinsically them, not just about the way they feel. If you identify those, that's how you know the relationship is going to be more successful. And I've tried to adopt that and identify that with my friends as well. These friends, I don't just love because they make me feel happy or I have good memories with them, but I love them for their creativity in one sense or for their empathy in one sense. And that's just not what they give to me, but that's who they are and what they give to everybody and the way that they go about their life and regardless of how they make me feel at any point in my life I love these people for who they are and who their hearts are and it's an honor to do life with them and to be able to be a part of whatever their life they choose to share with me um yeah so I don't know I think that's just a bit of a beautiful message on friendship and maybe one that we don't hear as often I think a lot of relationships can be about what we get from them but I think it's also about what we give and what we can learn so Maybe a little bit of a small mindset change, but I think you'll hear that beautiful message of friendship throughout this episode. Well, I really hope you do, and I hope you enjoy. 
So I'm now here with my beautiful friend, Lara, and I'm just going to ask her the same question. What is the biggest lesson you learned in high school slash the one piece of advice you would give someone else in high school? Okay. Um, I think I think the best advice or like the thing that I've learned this year at least was like that I am the person who knows what's best for me. And like so many people, I feel like, throughout our entire high school lives have like tried to tell us what they think is like best for us and while like teachers and people who have life experience do know um some things like and can be useful pieces of advice um sometimes it was not requested (laughs) and I wasn't or a lot of the time we aren't like looking for advice on those things and you are the person who knows what is best for you and your priorities. And so often I felt bad throughout high school because my priorities weren't the same as like my friends or I wasn't somebody who needed math methods or who wanted to do math methods or who needed to study all of the time or who wanted to study all of the time. And I was sitting there feeling guilty, but I don't actually know why. I was feeling guilty because that wasn't my priority. That wasn't something that I needed and I shouldn't have let what like other people's priorities were make me feel bad about my own. And if you are in a group of friends who don't study that often, if you do need to study or if you do want to do really well, then you shouldn't feel bad because your priorities are different to them. And I shouldn't feel bad because my priorities weren't the same as my friends either. So, yeah, I think that was the biggest thing I learned this year. That is amazing. And I feel like it's so freeing once you realize that. Like people maybe have told you that. Like you have to work out what matters to you or like you don't have to listen to other people's opinions, but it's just words until you realize it for yourself. And um, something that you were kind of saying how it's like other people do have I always think about this. Other people do have potentially more life experience, but I have the most of my life experience. Like I'm the only one who knows how my life has been, what I am or aren't capable of, what does or doesn't bother me. It's like, I understand that you have more life experience, but you, I have the most of my life experience. Like I know the most how I am and it's good to listen. And like, you don't just want to pretend that you're the one who knows best always or whatever, but to a degree, you do know what's best for you. And if you're being honest to yourself, you need to stay true to that. And I think high school is good, but it doesn't ever give you the opportunity to work out what your own priorities are. Okay. So I told all my friends the questions and I was like, I want you guys to answer this and come down. But I didn't say that I've been thinking about the biggest thing that you all have taught me. And I wanted to share that. And it's actually funny because I feel like it's the opposite of what you're saying you didn't feel. Like I feel that you are very, very good at just sitting with people and hearing what they're saying and seeing them for who they are and understanding their priorities and realizing you can't change that and you shouldn't want to even change that. And I have never met someone who is a better empathizer and better at just realizing that in those moments, people do just need you to sit in silence with them and give them a hug and they don't need advice or they don't want even consolation. They just need someone to sit with them and you are very, very good at that. You've definitely taught me to be better, but I'm I'm getting there <laughs> slowly. But it, it makes sense to me that that is your biggest piece of advice or the thing that you've learned because I can see how that is a large part of who you are and what you value.
now I am here with the swaggiest, <laughs> probably the coolest, most creative person I know. I'm going to ask her the same question. What is the biggest lesson you learned in high school and or piece of advice that you would give to someone in high school? Okay, well, I want to give both. Okay, well, I will. I think, okay, one of the biggest lessons I learned is people like who love you genuinely don't care about the external features of you. Like the amount of times I've been like, oh, like I have to cancel this because I like look bad in this. Or, like, or, like you're like, oh, I like I weigh too much to wear this or whatever. But then like you go out with people and then they're all just like, oh my God, like I love you, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And people love having you here and everyone tries so hard to fit into society's standards, which will forever be unreasonable and will like forever like not be able to mold into. Whereas you should like try and have like, you should spend your effort into your personality and not the way you look because that's all people care about at the end of the day is that and that's the biggest thing I've had to learn myself is that you can go out and do this stuff because no one cares people just love you but yeah I love that and it's funny because with Lara's piece of advice I was like that's crazy because I feel like you do that so well like I feel like you've always made people so comfortable in their skin like you're the biggest hype woman so it's (laughs) It's funny that the flip side is what you had to learn. And it was the exact same thing with Lara and something that I always like try to come back to when I'm up in my head, freaking out about the way I look. It's like the people who care don't matter. And the people who matter don't care. Like the people who care about the way you look don't matter to you or their opinion isn't valid. Like that's not fair of them. But the people who are close to you and love you don't care about that. Also in saying that another big thing I've had to learn is you literally never know what someone's going through. And like, you might think, like, you might think that person is so annoying or like, I don't like them because of this or this or this, but people are never going to be perfect. And you don't know what they're going through in their life. That's making them like that. So it's unfair to try and judge people like, and be like, oh, they don't fit this exact mold of how I like them to be because you never know what someone's going through. But then also in saying that, that doesn't also, just because someone goes through a lot or objectively in your eyes, they're going through more than you doesn't excuse them and doesn't diminish how you feel because you may think this person's going through so much more than you but that doesn't mean how you feel is invalid or that doesn't mean how you feel is bad or whatever because that's not fair because you can't just say oh well that person's gone through a lot it's fine because you can't continually give people chances and excuses over and over and over again because that's just not how anything works (laughs) I think like just because you can understand someone's actions and where they're coming from I think that's the grace component like give people grace and understand where they're coming from but just because you understand doesn't mean you have to continue to put yourself in that situation and doesn't just because you know the excuse doesn't mean it's still fair of them to treat you that way and like you can't put a number to things don't be like if they hurt you seven times stop it (laughs) but like but it is being aware like if this is repeated and if they yeah yeah. like you don't want to just become a punching bag and just because you give someone grace doesn't mean yeah you just deserve to have to absorb it all or anything anything else (laughs) no this is actually so fun and because you should always put yourself first because even when it's come to study and stuff people have put that first and now now that they've finished school and spent hours studying they're like well what do I do with my life like I have this empty big feeling like and it's always been like oh well it's fine that like I don't go out a lot it's just because I need to study but it's like if you had to put some of that energy into relationships and not study or into whatever, you would have this bigger feeling. So people shouldn't always, people should always put themselves first. And that doesn't always necessarily mean putting school above you or putting other people's needs above you or whatever. I think it's like realizing who you are matters way more than what you do or what you look like. 
and um, who you are is also allowed to change. Like it's allowed to adapt. You have to let yourself grow with it. And I think that is true. I have found that since finishing school, my life has opened up. Like I have all of the things that I used to only have an hour or two hours to spend on each week now get to increase in my life. But for people who made school their whole identity or what people at school thought about them, their whole identity, now that that's ended, there's a void that they have to try to fill. But now it's like, I just get to increase in the things I was already doing. So that's a piece of advice for people in high school. And if you didn't do that and you're now struggling, I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> but, but you'll work it out too. Also, what you said, people do change. Like, and people always expect the peop- these people to be the same person as they were years ago. Like, you were always this sweet, caring person, blah, blah. And now, like, you've changed a bit. Life happens and stuff happens. Like, people will be like to me, oh, I knew you in grade six and you said this really rude thing to me. And I was like... I was in grade six like people change but then that's also people feel they have to be the same person as they were a few years ago when that's not true because life happens Mm -hmm. so I think you should always put yourself first and just realize literally life happens like you never know what someone's going through but you can't put their needs above yours or whatever Mm -hmm. because life is tricky like that people are complicated yeah that's (laughs) that (laughs) oh wait wait and then I was gonna say this so um, the surprise is oh I was going to share like the biggest thing you guys have taught me each individual and I feel like I part have said it before like yeah. you hyping people up but I also think and I have told you this before too just your creativity and you see things that I would never see or recognize and like appreciate things that I would never see or appreciate and that is very special and definitely opened my world to realizing creativity is important and it's important to set aside time for that and do that intentionally and everybody is creative you can't just say that you're not and use that as an excuse to not like express that part of yourself anyway thanks (laughs) Bob. um now I'm here with my Vivi good friend Gina and she is going to share the biggest lesson she learned in high school yeah I feel like I've the question like the answer I'm going to give is only really related to more specifically grade 12 because I think I learned the most this year um and I think that amongst like all the stress and difficulty of grade 12 where my happiest moments were honestly when my life was the most simple and the most so the biggest lesson I took was that life does not need to be complicated for it to be enjoyable and to have fun and I some of them like my best memories was when I went um, skateboarding with my brother or just sitting down having dinner with my family because I felt so at peace and I was relaxed and because compared to the stress of school I just realized how precious those moments were so yeah that's definitely what I gathered. I think that's so true and I feel like society places so much pressure to do more, be busier. And it's always like, what did you do this weekend? And you're expected to say some big thing or where did you go on holidays? But it's like, I don't, I don't need to travel the world. I don't need to do some big extravagant thing. I don't need to be busy every day to have fun. And I think when we stop and slow down and enjoy the simple moments, that is when we connect with ourselves truly and also connect with the people around us. And those slow moments are so uncommon and not encouraged enough. But I think that's what makes life special and it's completely opposite of what we're told but I think when you realize that and can create more of those slow simple moments your life becomes more calm yeah and I also feel like it really helped me to better value the people around me because obviously I've always loved my friends and I love my family but um, realizing how important it was to have close connections with them to help me get through those tough times made me realize just like how 
how special and how fortunate I was to have people who were so close to me that I could rely on and, you know, put my shoulder on when I was crying. So, yeah, definitely, definitely the simple things in life I learnt are very valuable. I love that. And what would be your biggest piece of advice to someone in high school? My biggest piece of advice is probably the biggest piece of advice that I always keep telling myself. So I probably need to hear this most myself more than you. Um, And it's something that I'm still working on because unfortunately someone telling you this doesn't make you fully believe it. But exams are such an exams and assignments and school is such a bad indicator of a your self-worth and be your intelligence and I think that's something that I really really learned this year um, and I was listening this is a really amazing girl who Talia got me introduced to called Unjaded Jade she's amazing she um, follow on Instagram and YouTube she's amazing um, but she was talking about how there's different types of intelligence like them and school only measures a very few amount I forget what they're exactly called but like For example, memory is a major one that's tested during school. But having a good memory, yeah, while that can be important, like that doesn't indicate maybe if you're socially really great at being able to empathize and connect with other people. Like there are so many forms of intelligence that aren't valued or tested at school and school is just such a bad indicator of that form of intelligence. And obviously your self-worth is in no way measured by your school grades which sounds so fickle and kind of like almost corny now but the reason it's corny is is because it's true and people say it a lot and I feel like I tried to spend this year trying to teach myself to actually believe that because even though I knew it was true it was difficult to adopt that in my own life um so yeah definitely definitely try and find things to value your self-worth off like the connections with people around you and the way you treat others and your empathy and your kindness are much better indicators of your self-worth um than silly school grades because being able to memorize morphemes and regurgitate them on a paper does not indicate anything about you yeah yeah for sure and I feel like once I realized that I had felt so cheated on by school like I was so angry that at the system that had allowed me to measure my self-worth on grades for so long and um, allowed me to think that that was okay and that that was what did matter about my life and about who I was. And I was like, that is so not true. And why have I not really ever been told that? And I remember when my principal said to me, um, a number doesn't show your kindness. A number doesn't show your empathy. A number doesn't show your love for people and your ability to connect with people and I think that's so true and it does seem simple but in that moment it was something that I had never heard and that seems crazy as well but it's just true or maybe I wasn't listening for it maybe I wasn't listening for it and I I didn't hear it because I wasn't listening for it but I don't think anyone ever ever stopped me and sat me down and was like a number does not measure your kindness a number does not measure your self-worth and once you do realize that, it's so much more freeing. And I've been doing a lot of research. No, not really. Read a few Instagram posts, <laughs> read a few articles about soft skills and how a lot of employees look for soft skills, which is your kindness, your empathy, your ability to communicate, your ability to 
like manner, like manners and small, that's called like your soft skills. And employees look for that more than other things because they can't be taught and skills can always be taught. You can always learn something in a job, but kindness and good communication and like openness to learning and being curious and stuff like that. Humility can never be taught. Um, so focusing on that within yourself is more important than the other things. And that's what employees, not that it's just about employees, but that's what they and other people value more because that says way more about who you are. And I think another thing that really frustrated me was that when I came to the realization that specifically well, school, but specifically the ATAR system that we were introduced to, the essential essence of doing well in the ATAR system is you doing well and others doing badly. So if you want to do well in a subject and get a high score, you need to be above you need to get a high score and essentially for everyone else to fail. Like, and I feel like that mentality is so, it kind of just teaches you to be against the people around you and to be competitive. But very rarely in the workforce and, I mean, it's very uncommon. Well, I mean, obviously it's common you're going to be competing against like other companies and stuff like that. But, but to be to be successful and to be a great worker in your environment, you have to be able to work with the people around you. And I didn't like that the... Um, that the mentality of school it was very much like a it was a solo it was a solo race like it was something you did alone and like obviously people would like study together and stuff like that but it was always for the benefit of you getting a higher grade you know and I I didn't like that definitely I don't know if that made sense but that definitely made sense and I never actually thought about that before and how that's true like in the workforce it's so important to be able to collaborate and work with people um yeah, I never thought about that. And it's something to definitely be aware of and to try not to let that consume you. Um, be in celebration with people, not in competition with yeah. people. And someone's win isn't your loss. You can just celebrate them too because you would want to be celebrated as well when you did well. Well, then I also am sharing the biggest thing that you taught me, that each person taught me. And I think f- you've taught me a lot and I think we've learned a lot together probably as we've gone through life, but something that I'm always blown away by is your ability to have fun. Don't cry. (laughs) Your ability to have fun. I think that you have a zest for life that not that many people have. And you're able to just grab a situation with both hands and be like, I'm going to get the most out of this. I'm going to have fun. I'm going to celebrate it. Celebrate the people that I'm doing this with. I'm going to sing loudly and dance crazy because that's what life is about. And you bring other people into that with you. You're like, I'm dancing. I'm having fun. Come join me. Come celebrate in life and enjoy the highs and the lows together. It is rare. It is rare to have that zest and to want to get the most out of each moment, but to also be able to sit with people in their pain and their like suffering as well. So something that you've taught me and something that I want to do, just be intentional about having fun and making the most of each moment and bringing other people into that with me. So Thanks for teaching me that, among other things. (laughs) What a sweet conversation, if I do say so myself. I hope that you thoroughly enjoyed that, that you have a few takeaways that maybe, actually, I dare you to now go tell at least one of your good friends the biggest thing that you've learned from them. Um, Maybe if you don't feel comfortable telling them, maybe you can write it down in a letter and give it to them. But regardless, you should definitely reflect a little bit on what the people around you have taught you and why you're so grateful for that there in your life. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode and you have a few takeaways and things you're going to reflect on and think about and cherish throughout the next week. 
so yes, thank you once again to my beautiful friends. I hope this creates a bit of a special memory and keepsake as well. A snapshot of your time just after high school and all the things that you are thinking about and dreaming about and all the lessons you had learnt. Maybe in a few years time, we'll have to do this again and see what we've learnt by the end of university, but we will have to wait and see. Hope you all have a fabulous week. You are loved. You are special. You are not alone and you are not behind in life. Your life is going exactly the way it's supposed to be going and you will be okay, even if it's really, really super duper hard. So anyway, on that note, I will conclude and just say good luck, Charlie. You have got this. I believe in you and I hope you have a fabulous week. Good luck, Charlie. Ba-ba-do-ba-da-ba-da.